Welcome to Let Fear Bounce. This is Kim Langling, your host. Today I have the absolute pleasure to welcome in Beverly Smith. She's actually a co-author in volume one of the faith-based book series, When Grace Found Me. I just happen to be the lead author and the coordinator of this collaborative book project, and I am so blessed to have one of the co-authors on the show with me today. So grab your cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and let's get on with the show. Hello, hello, everyone. This is Kim Langling, your host of Let Fear Bounce. I am excited to have my guest on today. Her name is Beverly Smith. She is from the United Kingdom. She is a multi-published author, and actually that's just recently come to be, so how exciting. Um, She just released her own book entitled Dare to Dream, And she is also a co-author in When Grace Found Me, Volume 1. And that's actually why I'm having her on today. That was the initial uh, idea to have her on as a co-author of When Grace Found Me. We both worked together on this book, which was just released uh, last week, actually. So the third week in December not last week, a couple weeks ago, Uh, third week in December, it was released and available on Amazon. And I'm so happy to have her on to share just a smidgen of her story and how her participating in this book, When Grace Found Me, Volume 1, what what her journey was like throughout this process and what her hopes for her story, sharing it with the world is. So Beverly, thank you so much for being on Let Fear Bounce. Welcome, welcome. Welcome as well to our listeners and thank you so much Kim for inviting me to be here. It is a privilege anytime you get um, the opportunity to speak into people's lives. I do take it, I don't take it for granted, I take it but there's going to be something that's going to be said that's going to make a difference to even just one person. So for me it was late one night I was in the middle of doing something and I saw this information about when Grace found me to get involved and just something inside me resonated. And I just thought, yes, I'm gonna go for this. Now I'd never heard of yourself, Kim, and I'd never really done anything like this already. I was already working on my own book, but just the topic of it, just the concept of it that, Grace, as a, as, a, as a word, as a name, uh, my daughter is called Eleanor Grace, that's my firstborn. So that grace, that aspect of grace and undeserved and something that finds you, something that comes and something that comes alongside and lifts you and turns you and allows you to just have a new, fresh perspective on life is just something that I would want for anybody. I would want for anybody. So when I looked at what the remit was and it was like taking a chance. And But I was writing my book entitled Dare to Dream. So, <laughs> so this is what I just, I just went with it. I just believe the Holy Spirit was just prompting me to do this. And of course, what was really coming up for me and what my story is, it's, it's, it's really a story about my testimony of how I found faith, but I found faith through grace and 
I have two children. My eldest is 21 now. She's called Eleanor Grace. And my second younger child, 16, she's called Lydia Faith. And they're named from the Ephesians 2.8, saved by grace through faith. So it was just an opportunity I was feeling. I was sensing this deep opportunity that he was a platform. He was a project that was going to allow other people at this particular time with all the uncertainty, with all what was going on, it was like a ribbon of hope where someone could reach and open this bow and grace would flood in. So for me, this is all what was happening inside me. So I, 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 it, it was, I did take courage. That's what the dare is, taking that courage and stepping out and doing that. And so that's what I did. I sent off everything. And I, <laughs> the other thing about it was, I think it was just that night, it was going to be the closing date for it. So when I saw it and the timing of everything, it just, it was just like, no, I had a peace about it. I wasn't anxious or anything like that. It was just, and there was nobody to ask. Husband had gone to bed, the children were not around. <laughs> but it was just a quiet sense of peace to say, yes, go, go with this. And through the whole journey of this, I've been, I, that, that peace has been there. And as I've seen other women be invited and get involved and you know I've just had an excitement there's been an excitement an air of excitement for all that whoever is on the other side of this is going to receive um something that also encouraged me and, and it's like a saying that you know I say which I believe God's given me this and it's that there's someone on the other side of your obedience there's someone waiting just waiting on the other side of your obedience. Oh, I agree. I, and I love, I love how you word that. And I even wrote down the one ribbon of hope. That is such a beautiful visual, a ribbon of hope that you can just gently undo, like you said, and, and uh, on the other side of obedience. I, that's, I am so glad that, that we're chatting about this and, and how, the process in your mind and your heart worked for you to participate. Cause as you said earlier, we did not know each other. We had never met. It's, it's this whole virtual world. You know, we're from two different countries. I'm across, you know, halfway across the world from you. <laughs> and yet here we are, we were both on this same mission along with the 18 other women. And they all went through such different journeys and challenges throughout the process of writing their story and um, I'll let the listeners know we have a private Facebook group that we have that we keep in touch with each other. And when I had first set it up, I thought, well, this is where I'll give them updates on what the book is doing and stuff. But it turned it into much more than that. It turned into a prayer room. It turned into a fellowship room um, and all of us reaching out to each other, women from around the world who had never met and may never meet in person, but all of a sudden we all have this connection. 20 women have this connection. I found that one of the most amazing things throughout this journey and throughout getting this book together. What, what are your thoughts on that, Beverly? So much so. I think 
the word I would use is enthralling. The journey of that interaction with the other women and then they would put their stories on or something would happen or they might be praying for their daughter or there might be something has happened or they've written a book or they released thing. It was like a sisterhood. I saw it in terms of a sisterhood. I saw it in terms of linking arms and I, I, just, I just had that sense of stronger together. We, we get, you, we're getting through this. I saw myself, I saw us on the other side of whatever was going to, to, to happen. And it was this a vehicle of how we were getting through it. And, and, and a legacy, a legacy of something that's happened in our world, which is, 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 is unprecedented, this COVID and how it's ravaged so many different things. Ravaged not just people's lives, maybe, whoever has lost their life, may they rest in peace, it ravaged more, more than that, because there's a lot of people who their mindsets, their relationships, even within the dynamics of family life, everything has been altered, everything has been changed. And it's, to me, it's happened in such quick timing that Often when change occurs, sometimes when it happens in stages and steps or slowly, then people get an opportunity to adjust or to have a bit of a grumble or, you know, you get, you get to a place though of where there's an acceptance, but the stages have just happened so quickly and you know, people have lost their lives. There's been a lot of confusion. There's been a lot of fear, I would say, generated, not necessarily maliciously, but because of the nature and the process of how everything's taken place. Even within your own family, you've not been able to speak. Um, you have your immediate family, but for a lot of people, you have other family that you may see on a Sunday. You might have dinner, you might have what I call community family, where you'd see them maybe at church or, you know, go to the local supermarkets, regular phases, all those things are stripped away. And even the smile that you would have where if it's a stranger and if you've got a mask over your face, even that connection was taken. Sometimes you can't even see the person's eyes because <laughs> the right. way everything is. Right. Now, you, you know, you mentioned a thing, uh, mentioning the smile. And I had read uh, a post earlier this morning on someone had shared uh, on LinkedIn, I believe, about smiling and the importance of it and being, being able to share one. And you, you nailed it right there where you said you can't even see a person smile any, anymore. So the world that we live in now is, is completely altered. And it did happen very, very quickly. And without being able to see someone smile, that makes a huge difference. It really, and I don't think people were thinking about it much. That's why I'm, I'm so glad that at least, like you had said earlier, a vehicle, um, the, the book and participating in it and being part of that group and how this, this sisterhood, sisters in Christ, you know, that's what, that's what we all are. And yes. coming together, total strangers being able to come together and at least see each other virtually, you know, yeah. and, and share and pray for one another. So there was an awful lot of big things that happened to some of the folks, some of the ladies um, over the past five months of this journey. I mean, you know, they lost loved ones due to COVID. Um, they themselves became sick due to COVID or they had family issues or 
depression and loneliness and fear, of course, fear has, has just been floating in the air, you know, since the beginning of 2020. And I had shared before of, of why I started, you know, I was very strongly nudged by God to, to share a story. And then I realized he was telling me, no, it's not a story. It's to share stories wow. and, and not just my own others. And I'm thinking, well, who am I supposed to ask? <laughs> there I am questioning God and arguing with him saying, I'm not the one to be doing this. I really don't think I, you know, you can't question him or argue with him because you just, you know, you're not going to win an argument with God. Um, but me being stubborn in my humanness, <laughs> we'll do it anyway. But, so, you know, reaching out virtually and then having folks, you know, like we had said earlier, we had never met. And that was the case with many of the ladies in the group. And I think that the world needs more of that just to reach out in faith. Yes. You know, and, and know that, know that your, your heart and your belief, you're putting it out there to the world because the world needs more faith and more grace. That is for sure. Um, but to have you as part of this and sharing your story, I love how you said, and I think I said it already, but how your story is going to reach those on the other side of your obedience. That's just right there. That's a story right there. That's the, that's a title. There you go, Beverly. Use that as a title for something because it really is. Those words are just, they're beautiful on the other side of obedience. My goodness, that, there's another book for you, Beverly. Get to work. Uh -huh. <laughs> I just jot that down. Jot that down. <laughs> but I'm so glad that you were part of it. I am so, and I love, I, I didn't realize you had not shared how that came to be, how you um, came to participate, you know, how you were sitting there and in a quiet place and you had no one to talk to because everyone was either sleeping or not home. <laughs> I, I love ask for advice. What do you think of this? What do you think of that? Right. I love hearing that. I love hearing the backstory of that. And I can only think that it's it's going to be a good thing. We're we're tossing those those pebbles, those nuggets of goodness out there, you know. And there is someone that is going to read, even if it's just one person. I kept telling myself, even if it's just one person that reads a story in that book, yes. and it changes their heart in some way, then it's enough. It was all worth it. Yes, you know and. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I was so excited to do it and be a part of it and, and uh, launch that out there. And how incredibly blessed I was to have 19 other women, Wow. you know, with their hearts say yes. Yeah. Wow. It was saying yes to God. It wasn't saying yes to Kim. Mm. No, it was saying yes to God. And you have a powerful story and I'm sure there's more to it than the 1500 words that are shared. <laughs> I am sure. Is any of that story there, uh, and like a a lengthening of that story? Is any of that in your Dare to Dream book? Oh, definitely, most definitely, because um, it's about overcoming, rising above, and overcoming the different obstacles in my life, and 
yes, it's it's that the, what's in um, when Grace found me is a is is a piece, is a part of that bigger picture. So this is another reason why I thought I had a piece about allowing them to run side by side because it's it's it rather than it's it competing for my attention or for what I have to put in it. I I saw them as complementary, complementing each other, where someone may read, for example, yourselves, you know, our book, and they may decide to read Dare to Dream, they may read Dare to Dream and decide to say, let, let me explore my faith, let me explore my spirit side, because we are spirit, and I think one key thing that helps a person to overcome is to know and realize and be aware of where you're at so you can actually then take stock of that see what lessons you may need to learn in whatever's happened and then strength comes from that growth comes from that and then that growing moving you're moving to the next place which that's what I look and see as transformation going from one place to a place of the next place of growth hence the name flourish for my business because um what what comes to me is that you you could people exist you could exist and there's a lot of people at the moment who because of the intensity because of the intensity and the nature of what's happening there really isn't anyone coming alongside them to talk to or for them to, especially women, to, to, to explore their feelings, see what's going on, because we're caregivers, we're nurturers. So even myself, there was a particular point in time, which I do talk about in the Dead Dream book, where during the COVID time, it was like, because I, 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 was, I was soaring, I was doing so many things in, in what I decided I wanted to do. And there was a particular point in time when COVID hit, it was like a rug was pulled from underneath me and it's like I went reeling and you know the, who's there to talk to about your individual experience or just to sit and listen because everyone's going through it at the same time and as a mum my eldest was going through her final year at degree university and my youngest she was doing her final year of what we call GCSE so it's that finishing school secondary school to go on to A levels and advanced level so she was leaving that senior school but um she didn't leave school school left her (laughs) exactly and she had really worked she was one of she's one of those who loves to study enjoys the subject and then all the coursework and things that you've done to be told um, th- th- there's no exam there's no <laughs> school in fact please go quickly take your things school's over right so her prom she, you know we've got different things different stages of life that people are at and as a mum just I'm just giving a little piece of where for me as a mum you're juggling these two they're needing you and there's, there was a moment a big moment where I I, I, I needed to help myself. Right, yeah. You know, because you can't, you, you're nurturing, you're giving, you're doing, you're being, you're, you're keeping it all together. And then when that rug, which happened to me, was pulled, you're, you're going, but you're kind of going and keeping 
<laughs> try to keep things going, you know. Right. And um, what happened to me, God had it, was that I reached out to someone. I reached out to a sister, a Christian sister, not my personal sister, but, you know, um, a, a, someone, a believer, someone with faith. And thank God they were in a stronger place. So, you know, this is what's happened. At times, the other person may be at a different place than you. So hence the unity, hence the coming alongside, hence the community, hence the coming together to help each other. And so by me reaching out, it helped me to be able to then get strong enough to start reaching for myself. And then really what happened was God led me out into nature. Yeah. I went out to nature and I kept going for walks and just got, I love nature. I got so inspired and this, because I've always wanted to do my writing and you know, you write little bits or you make little notes, but with it being COVID, it kind of allowed again, another vehicle to actually, because you were locked down. Right. <laughs> it allowed you to have that space and time mm -hmm. to, 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 to write. Hence it happened a lot quicker and actually happened, yeah. to, you know, of, of the writing, so yeah. I I, um, I agree with you on being in nature. I am outside as much as I can be. Um, that's where I am able to breathe. That's where I pray. I talk out loud to God. I have a conversation. I call it prayer, but to me, it's a conversation. I'm just having a conversation with them and throwing my, uh, my thoughts, my concerns. And I'm just like, all right, God, I'm, I'm giving it to you today. I may pick it all back up by the end of the day, but the next day when I'm out there in the morning with my dog and my cup of coffee, I <laughs> hand it back over and say, well, I picked it up, but here it is again. <laughs> and thankfully, thankfully, we have a faithful God who sticks with us no matter what part of our journey we're in. Yes. And I, you know, I think his grace, his grace finds us each and every day, each yeah. And I am so thankful, so thankful, truly, Beverly, that you, you were open to the call. Your heart was open to the call and how this all came about that you were, that you ended up participating in When Grace Found Me. I'm so thankful for that because you've been such a blessing to not only the group of women, but to the book and to who it's going to impact on the other side of our obedience. I love that. I'm going to use that phrase, just so you know. I'm going to be using that phrase from now on. Thank you so much. Thank you so very much for being on Let Fear Bounce and sharing your journey and how it all came about. I am really looking forward to getting a copy of your book, Dare to Dream. So all of you folks out there listening right now, I will be sharing all of her links and everything like that and her contact information um, in the introduction part on the podcast. So when you listen to this and when you're listening to this, you'll be able to physically view all that and get in touch with Beverly and certainly buy a copy of her newly released Dare to Dream book. And she is also a co-author in, of course, When Grace Found Me, volume one. So she is now a multi-published author. So congratulations on that, Beverly. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. And thank you to you for the invitation because often, and for a lot of people, it's about opportunity. And when the opportunity presents itself to let the bounce. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm gonna ask you one, one brief tip, one brief tip that you would like to leave with our, our listeners of 
if they feel like you said, when the rug was pulled from under you, as it has been for so, so many over the past year, <laughs> what is one brief tip that you, we can, that you can leave with our listeners that they can take away with them and use through their day? I would say when you open your eyes in the morning, imagine that there's a big box and it's gold. And this box is tied with a beautiful red ribbon. And imagine that when you open your eyes in the morning, this ribbon is untied by unseen hands. And this box is presented to you. And inside this box, there are 24 little boxes of the same gold boxes with the red ribbon. And each one of those are like individually wrapped chocolates. But what they are is they're each hour of the day. So you have 24 hours and the preciousness for how they've been delivered to you. Consider it, consider them, the box, it, them, the 24 hours is a gift from God. And enjoy, choose to enjoy, choose, choose to help yourself to each hour, choose to savor and make the most of each hour and choose to receive your day each hour, even consider moments, moments that it's treasured. Your time is your life. Rise up, get up, breathe deeply and live. That was absolutely beautiful. That visual, and I'm a very visual person, that visual that you just gave of a gold box with a red ribbon and inside is 24 little boxes and each one is opening for us each day with each hour. Oh, that, that brought tears to my eyes, Beverly. <laughs> Thank you. That's what a beautiful visual and what, a, what an amazing way to end our show. I, mean, I, can't, I can't top it. I love it. So thank you again, Beverly, for joining me on Let Fear Bounce. It's been an absolute pleasure and I've been truly blessed, truly blessed by our conversation as I know the listeners will be as well. So thank you so much. And I look forward to, I wanna to talk to you in the future in a few okay. minutes and delve more into your new book, <laughs> Dare to Dream. Okay. You open for that? Yes, yes, All right. pleasure. pleasure speaking to you. Beautiful. Right. Thanks so much. Okay, God bless. God bless you.